Happy July, folks. It's time once again to stew on this. Thank you so much for spending part of your week with me. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called We See What We're Looking For. I have a question. Have you ever been thinking of buying a certain kind of new car? Let's, let's say a blue Subaru Outback. And then you changed your mind because for the next few days or weeks, you noticed that every other car on the road was a blue Subaru Outback. (laughs) Where did all of those blue Subaru Outbacks come from? A couple of years ago during COVID, my hair got kind of long. I considered putting it in a ponytail, but I didn't have any hair ties in the house. Anyway, I changed my mind about the ponytail thing. But from that moment on, I began finding hair ties on the ground everywhere I went and I'm still seeing them everywhere. <laughs> I pick them up and throw them away because I hate seeing litter on the ground. But if I had kept them, I could have opened a hair tie store by now. <laughs> anyway, psychologists have a name for this phenomenon. They call it motivated perception. It's the idea that we see things not so much as they are, but as we are. That our perception is framed by our unique experiences and our filters and our desires and by whatever we choose to focus on. And I like this idea because I believe it's an example of what I call the law of perception to distinguish it from the law of attraction. There's undoubtedly truth to the idea that like attracts like and that I attract things into my life of a like frequency when I focus on them, but I also seriously doubt that there's a shipping and receiving department in the universe somewhere awaiting my thoughts of blue Subaru Outbacks and then sending a bunch of them onto the road for me to notice. No, it's more that we tend to see what we're looking for. The blue Subarus were always there. I didn't attract them onto the road. I'm noticing them now because they've become my focus. And... By the same token, we tend to not see what we're not looking for. Many of you have seen a video clip of a basketball game with the instructions of counting the number of bounce passes one of the teams make, and it runs for a couple of minutes, and everybody comes up with their number of bounce passes. And then this happened in one of my ministry classes. Then the teacher ran the video again, and... There had been a gorilla guy in a gorilla suit, anyway, running through the basketball game, not hiding, but kind of staying away from the ball. And none of us, not a single person of 24 in our class, had seen the gorilla. Hmm. We were too busy focusing on bounce passes. It's true. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. And once we see them a certain way, we tend to gather evidence to support that way of seeing, and that makes it much more likely that we'll continue to see things that way. So how can we use this idea to our advantage? Well, for one thing, I would choose to remember this because it's amazing to me how often Hillary and I see the same thing completely differently. And even more amazing is every single time, I'm convinced that my way is right. (laughs) But more importantly, let's consider this. What if blue Subaru Outbacks, excuse me, or gorillas for that matter, were love, joy, peace of mind, abundance, 
What if blue Subaru Outbacks represented our own bigness and wholeness? And on the other hand, what if bounce passes represented lack and limitation and brokenness and overwhelm and etc.? Well, we would perceive a lot more of the former and a lot less of the latter. I used to be able to clearly see lack and limitation. And that's ironic because lack and limitation don't even have an essential identity in and of themselves. They represent the lack of something. Just as darkness is really just the absence of light and disease is really just the absence of health. And if you can relate to that idea, let's be hopeful because if we can see the lack of something, we ought to be even more able to see the something itself. <laughs> Folks, there are indeed blue Subaru, uh, blue Subaru Outbacks all over the place in Tahoe, but all that good stuff I'm talking about, all the beautiful things in life I'm looking for the most are already here also. And not only here, but they're here in unlimited amounts. Love, for instance. All the love in the universe is available here in Tahoe. All the love in the universe is available in every single point of space in the universe. And let me remind you that you and I have a heck of a lot of points of space within us. Yes, we see what we're looking for. So let's start looking for the unlimited love, joy, peace, and abundance that's always present. No matter how much evidence you and I may have gathered about our own limitations or brokenness, we can decide right now to start looking for signs of the things we'd most love to be in life and most love to experience in life because we are already all of that. And if we can see wholeness and bigness in ourselves, that'll obviously help us to see the wholeness and bigness in everyone that we take care of as well. And to see them as already whole, healed, and perfect takes care of a lot of false responsibility we may be taking on and holding that vision long enough for the other person to claim it for themselves, for me, is one of the most beautiful things about being a chiropractor. It's a choice. Let's stop missing all those gorillas. <laughs> we can start right now to look for the things we want to see in ourselves and others and the world, especially love. And we can begin gathering evidence of them so it's easier to continue to see things that way. Folks, this is the path of love. This is the path of healing. This is the path of growth on all levels. Yeah. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week.